This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today for another podcast with your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen. And today we're going to have my beautiful wife, Kelly Girl, with us. That's what we try to do every Thursday. So first of all, before she joins us, I just want to welcome everybody and thank you all for all your support. Thank you for all the stars and all the subscribers and all the followers across all the social media channels, Megaphone, Apple, and uh, Spotify. I want to thank you all for all the downloads, so many downloads, so much cool stuff's happening in your Saltwater Guide world right now. And then... Lo and behold, most people found our app and man, are we loving all the new members of the website and all the great things that you're all sharing with us. I want to thank you all very, very much. I'm getting to see great videos, and great posts on the, on the community and on the fish reports. And I just want to thank all of you. Without all of you, none of this is possible, I tell you. And the amount of views that we get every week, it just blows Kelly Girl and I's mind. And Little Marley is still not feeling all that great. He's still under the weather a little bit. And uh, there she is. There's the great Kelly girl. Yay. Thanks for joining us, sweetheart. You're welcome. She's uh, been very, very worried about Marley. That's why she didn't join us out on the boat yesterday. Little well, Marley's also been pretty sick, I guess. And Kelly girl's <laughs> sick, too. Yeah, I got the sickies. She's got the sickies. I think she caught what Marley's got or Marley I caught got, what she's got. Yeah, we don't know. Something. But today is a special day. We try to answer as many of your questions as we can. Kelly Girl's going to read the questions. I'm going to try to answer them. And while we're in between questions, we're going to just talk about how much we love to fish together and how much fun it is to be out on the water and doing all the cool things that we get to do. And uh, if you don't know our number and you want to talk to me and Send me a question if you have some burning thing that you need to know about. Give me a call or excuse me, text us. Text the show at 949-374-0786. Hey, Augie, Tim, Darren, John, we got your question. Uh, thank you all very, very much, Darren. Everybody. Dan, Kim, everybody that's joining us today, we thank all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mike Lewis, thanks for always making sure that I mention the stars. The stars are super important, gang. It's a way to give give to Kelly and Marley and Finn and Dolly 
and me to let us know you appreciate us doing this show for you every single day. So make sure you sprinkle some stars out on the live show when we do it. We really, really appreciate it. And we want to thank you all very, very much. Today is text the show Thursday. And we answer as many questions as we possibly can. And then when we're all done, Kelly Girl will pick one lucky person out of the out of the text of the show to win a free Your Saltwater Guide t-shirt from Captain Dave Hansen. And also today is a Roasted Anchor Coffee Company Thursday. We always talk about Roasted Anchor Coffee. I kind of have couple of four or five cups every single morning to get my day yes, going. It gives me all the energy. To... I drink it. I love it. It really is good. I, I, I'll drink it in the afternoon. It, coffee doesn't, caffeine doesn't affect me like it does a lot of other people, but I drink it just because it tastes good and it's, I don't, I won't eat. It helps me not <laughs> eat a lot. Oh, you poor baby <laughs> girl. In the afternoon, but I do love it. I love their, their darkest roast. It's so good. Yeah, it's very, very good. And the smell when, yeah. when she grinds it and then the smell in the house is incredible. So mm -hmm. check it out. We'll show up. We'll throw up a QR code in a little bit, a little quick little uh, post about the com company here in a little bit. But gang, do not forget to text the show. That's the only way we can answer your questions. I cannot answer them if you leave the comments on the side here of our podcast. Yeah, I know you guys like to leave comments on Facebook and in, in YouTube, and I appreciate all those comments, but I can't answer those because Kelly doesn't like it when I well, read on no, the no, side no. of it. So I heard you the other day. You said that I said it was very, very rude that you when you do that, and I did not say that, and I don't it, know why you keep It takes me off of the focus. It, you do seem like you're distracted and that you're not paying attention to your, your people. You know, Correct. People. And I, I just thought, you know, maybe, maybe you should not do that. <laughs> all right. So I'll quit reading all the, the people sending in questions is not rude in any way. No, 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 that. not that. That no. I stopped well, the whole yeah, show to read. To you. To and read. Then, and then it, That's what I was trying to say. I'm <laughs> and not you don't know how to read anyway. Yeah. So Kelly's to gonna read the question. Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> I have to say, hey, what's this word? Yeah. So, Kelly girl, we got a quick, we, I, I know okay. we got a couple of questions came in. And uh, all right. I want to thank you all once again for joining us. Share this. And don't forget, tomorrow, big day, we got a <gasps> oh. MMA legend and fishing extraordinaire. Tito Ortiz. Oh, my my son is like, he can't wait to watch the show. Um, it's going to be pretty amazing. Pretty special. I, I to it's going to be good. Tito loves to fish. He loves to loves to That's fish. What makes him he's so cool. I think <laughs> he's super into fishing, and he's super into giving back, yeah. gang. And you might, those of you that think you know who he is, you might want to watch the show because yeah. I don't think you really actually know who it is, and you're going to have a good time listening to what he has to say. The amount of love he gives back to community is absolutely incredible. So I think it's going to be important for you to listen to what he has to say. And, and we have a, I think we have a good report. I think it's going to be a great show tomorrow, but we'll find out. But go ahead, Cal. The questions are pouring in. Gang, one more time, 949-374-0786. Text your question. You're going to win one of these shirts. One person's going to win a shirt from your saltwater guy. Kelly Girl will make sure that you get your shirt and... Here we go. All right. This is from John Stanley. Oh, uh, my buddy, John. <laughs> so John he, and Tina. How are you guys doing today? Hello. 
So uh, John has a 26 foot boat and he wants to know what size swells are too big to be anchored off in kelp. All right, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know what's really cool? I don't know how you do it, but you come up with these phenomenal questions every week. And it pertains to something I was just talking to one of our new members about. About an hour and a half ago, I talked to him for probably 20 minutes. That's the cool thing about our website, too. You get to talk to me. You can call me anytime. I'll answer your questions. I'll do the very best Dave I can. Dave is always on the phone talking with a member, which is fine with, you know, I'm not complaining, but he is always on the phone. He always answers, answers the phone. If he doesn't answer it, he's not around. I'll answer it for him. Um, but he always, yeah, try you're, to, you're really good about that. I really, that's impressive. I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm very impressed by that. We try to take care of our members as much as we can. Okay. Here's the thing with that swell, that swell, like when they say, oh, there's going to be a big swell on the beach today. That swell, the only thing that swell is going to affect is the water clarity if it's a big south like we just had. But as far as seaworthiness and, and the ocean being rough, the swell can be six, seven feet. But if it's outside of 10 seconds, you really have a hard time feeling it. Once it, and like today, this weekend, it stretched out to 16 seconds, three foot swell at 16 seconds. You almost don't even feel it at all out on the boat. It's when that swell gets inside of 12, 10 sec between 12 and 10 seconds, that's when it has to start to have an effect on you. And then the wind, the wind is the big problem. That's the biggest problem is the wind. One thing I can promise you is I taught Kelly so much over the last 17 years about the ocean and weather and everything else. One thing she knows what to look for the moment she gets up is wind. <laughs> wind. And if the wind is blowing, I don't care if we have not the greatest plan in the world and the rooster fish are it's jumping out of the water. It's not fun. So the, the swell height is not such a big deal, John, about the swell height as it is the wind. The wind on top of the swell is when it starts to get dicey. And you always want to look on the, and whatever weather app you use, I use Windy, you use whatever one you want. I don't, it's not, no one's telling me which one you should use, yeah. but I use windy.com and I always look at the time between swells. So it'll say, like it says right now, three foot at 16 seconds. When they draw it out that far, you can barely feel it. So you want to look at duration between the swells. That's going to be your main factor. So what do you look at? So what you, I know you one time you gave, you know, you said if it's this or over. Well, 12 knots of wind creates a white cap. Mm -hmm. So one thing I can promise you is Kelly's going to be pissed <laughs> if I take her out there and it's white capping. Plus you can see to hit wall here. Plus but the thing about windy mm -hmm. is like, I'll pull it up here and show you for a second. But the thing about windy is you can, uh, you can see what the wind's going to do all day. So the last thing you want to do is get on your boat with your beautiful wife or your children or your grandma or your aunt or your uncle or your significant other. And then you're out there and you're thinking it's going to be a great day. So you drive down the coast, which first of all is the worst thing you could possibly do. If you're ever going to come out of your harbor, you should always try to fish north because prevailing wind comes from the north down to the south. So if the wind does start to blow, it'll blow you home. It'll be surfing home. And the only thing everybody remembers is the ride home. Yes. <laughs> so if you could have the greatest day of fishing in the world, but if you beat the heck out of your beautiful wife or your 
your significant other on the way home or your children, they're going to remember that forever. And if I get salt water in Kelly's hair, oh, <laughs> I might as well just not even take, she's not coming out on the boat again for a long, long yeah, time because good. she doesn't trust me. <laughs> but here on Windy, down on the bottom, you can scroll along and you can see what the wind's going to do all day. So I can put it at Catalina. Right there, it says it's blowing seven knots right now. And, and that's at 12 o'clock noon. I'm going to move that along. And at th four o'clock this afternoon, it's showing me that it's going to be blowing only eight knots. That's the cool thing about Windy. That's the cool thing about these weather apps is you can see what the wind is doing all day long. That way you can plan your day around it so that you don't get caught out there when it's blowing really hard and it's not fun. So hopefully, I don't even remember the question, but hopefully I, I answered it. John, <laughs> sorry. Remember the 70s were really gnarly on me. Okay. So uh, let's see. Mike Lewis. So Mike Lewis. Hello, Mike. How are you? <laughs> uh, let's see. Mike says he's uh, planning uh, planning on spending the night at Santa Cruz Saturday and hoping for a southern swell. My question is, how fast or how, or often does the swell shift? And I don't want to wake up with the boat in the rock. All right. So that's another thing about this this weather apps and nowadays with all these different ways that you can start to read the weather, they are pretty accurate. I mean, yeah, they they there's still prediction of weather, but they're pretty accurate. So you can pretty much track that swell all day long and the chance of it changing is pretty slim and none. And you know, all the surf contests around the world and everybody, they're they're setting these things up with these unbelievable satellite configurations of the swell that's going to come in three months from now. They plan the whole tournament around. So the swell changing is not going to be that big. The wind, that's a big, that can change all the time. And, and it's sometimes it's a crapshoot on the prediction of that. But as far as swell, there is so much technology into predicting the swell that the swell is not going to really change on you in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. The thing that's going to change is that wind. And I've been caught many, many times over the 48 years of running yachts for a living and running sport boats. In the middle of the night, that wind shifts on you, and you all of a sudden you're swung back around and you're headed in towards the beach. So it's super crucial. And then, Mike, another thing, you can call Sonny up. This is a cool thing that we have. We have Sonny working for us. We have Justin. We have these guys working for us that are out there on the water every day. You can give Sonny a call and talk to him and find out, because he was just out yesterday out at um, Santa Cruz. He's going to give you a lowdown of what's going on over there. You're going to get more information. It looks like there's a lot of wind this weekend at the Channel Islands. I mean, Saturday midday looks really nice, but then in the afternoon, that wind's going to blow pretty hard. That crossing's going to be kind of gnarly. So keep an eye on the windy. Windy.com and keep an eye on that, Mike, and give Sonny a call. Sonny will be more than happy to talk to you and kind of help you out, fill you in a little bit more. And that's the cool thing about all the members on the website and how the whole thing works. We are all working together to make sure that we all have a great time when we're out on the water and we're not holding on to much information. Yeah, this is what we do for a living, but we're trying to give you guys the most information we possibly can to be successful when you go out fishing on your own private boat out on the water. 
So take advantage of all the cool things over at Your Saltwater Guide that will help you to catch more fish. All right, so here we got so another question. So another question. This is just talking about the weekend, but there's a ton of other questions, but... This, okay, cool. Uh, this, a ton. I like this, that. A ton. Pretty close. I, I'm not sure who this is from, but they were asking if you could add Monday to this weekend's game plan. So the, I think, did the, you do that? The Monday is on there. It's, oh. it's on there because this is a big Memorial Day, three-day weekend, so... We have the Monday on there. Oh, plan for Catalina. So, yeah, yeah, so it's on there. It's yes. on there. Here's, oh, you know what? This is a great segue into kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Gang, if you're new to this boating thing, Memorial Day weekend, those of us that are old timers and remember the movie Jaws, that's what it's going to look like at all your launch ramps. <laughs> All your marinas. Catalina is going to be absolute mayhem. If you're not there tomorrow, Friday, you're not going to get a mooring can anywhere. Because everybody and their mother is going to be at Catalina this weekend. It is going to be mayhem. It is going to be something you've never seen before. And those of you that are members of our website, you are going to have a great plan. And you're going to have a great way to execute what's going on out there. You are. You're going to be able to check it all out, and you're going to catch more fish than most boats out there. But here's where the rub is going to happen. 90% of the boats that are out there don't have a plan. So they're going to see you and your family catching fish, and literally there's going to be boats bouncing off the sides of your boat because they are going to be blown away, first of all, that you're anchored, they're not going to anchor. They're going to drift right by you as close as they can because they're going to see you catching fish. So if you're going to Catalina, Channel Islands, the coast, understand this. You already have a big advantage because you're a member of my website, so you're going to catch fish. That's we know. We already know that. But what you don't ever, you've never witnessed it before, most of the boats that are out there have no plan and they're going to be literally fishing on your boat. It's going to be blow your mind. And I'm going to have so many stories after this weekend of people going, Dave, I cannot believe. Yeah, because you've never seen Memorial Day weekend. And the weather is going to be nice. And it's going to be incredible, the amount of boats. So just understand that. Bring your patience with you. I know it's a big family weekend. And I know a lot of people are going to take advantage of it. But if you're going to Catalina and you think you're going to get a mooring can on Saturday afternoon or Sunday, you can forget. So you, you can, don't recommend going if you're just going to go for the day. You don't. You wouldn't well, go. if you're going to go, go and execute. But you're not going to get on chance to get on the islands. It's probably not going to happen. Okay. So I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. That was from Matt R. Uh, by the way. Okay, the, Matt. About the you know adding Monday to the game plan. So thank you for your question. He's also wanting to know. Uh, what are some good restaurants, speaking of Catalina? Okay. For breakfast, lunch, you know, for breakfast and lunch and dinner, what, what, where would you go for breakfast? Would you right go? when you come off the pier, right when you come off the pier, go left, and the restaurant's right there. And I cannot remember the name of it, but oh my gosh, the breakfast is incredible. The Eggs Benedict is phenomenal. Right when you get off the pier, you're going to go to your left, and it's going to be right there on the right-hand side. I don't know the name. Far as lunch or dinner, Steve Steakhouse. It is by far. It's not corporated, corporation owned. It's it's family owned restaurant. The view is incredible. It's right when you come off the pier. You make a right hand turn, 
walk about a hundred yards and it's on your left. You go up the staircase and it's epic. And you get, try to get a window seat. All the seats are great. Don't get me wrong. But if you can get a window seat, they swing the windows open. You have that fresh sea breeze coming in. My boss on the wild and sack used to love to go over there in the afternoon to have lunch. And he loved their coconut shrimp. Their steaks are incredible. We used to always have the ribeye. It is a great piece of meat. Their seafood is excellent. The service is unbelievably, it's hard to understand how good the service is there. And then there is also down the walkway a little bit farther, there's a cool pizza parlor down the walkway in one block inland. And I can't remember the name of that. But as far as breakfast, right when you get off the pier, walk left about... 20 yards and it's on your right hand side and it's all glass and you'll see it. You can't miss it. And then as far as lunch or dinner, Steve's Steakhouse, and then the, everything else falls underneath that. And that's just the way it is. That's you ask me, I don't know what you like. I can't foresee the future. I have no idea what you like. It's like, I have no idea how you fillet a fish. I have no idea how you tie up a boat. I have no idea how you drive your boat. I can only show you what I do and what Kelly and I absolutely love. And we love Steve's Steakhouse. Um, Dave Burris uh, sent in a comment. Dave he Burris. loves Antonio's calamari and pasta. It's very good, Antonio. That's the place. That's that's, that's the, the pizza, pizza place. place. Thank yeah. you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. That pizza place is great. You can eat the peanuts, throw them on yeah. the floor. I love that. The the lasagna is to die for there. Antonio's. Thank you, Dave Burris. Thank mm -hmm. you very very much. That is a phenomenal thing that you'd helped us out with, with that, that is great. And I thank you very, very much because I couldn't remember the name of them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Hold on one second. Hold on. You got to see this and then we'll jump right back on here. Okay. Before you watch this, text us your questions. If this is cool and you're like, wow, they're answering all the questions. Kelly girl and I will answer your questions, but you got to send them to us. 949-374-0786. Text us. We will answer your questions. If I don't know the answer, I'll make something up. <laughs> he will. Gang, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Right here. This stuff. This is an incredible product. This is the light roasted. Kelly loves the dark roasted. I love the light roasted. I have it every morning. Every morning. It brings my energy level up, allows me to do all these great podcasts for you and produce all these phenomenal videos that you get to watch every day. And it's all because of a Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. So make sure you visit the website. I'm going to throw the QR code up right now. Gang, don't forget, Roasted Anchor Coffee Company is giving away a bag of coffee and a t-shirt to one lucky person that goes to their store. So just grab that QR code right now. Go over and check out their store. Once you enter, Elliot can track that you entered the store. You're going to be put into the contest to win that bag of swag from Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. How It can't be any easier than that. Just grab the QR code right now. Just enter the store. All you got to do is enter. And then no purchase necessary by entering the store. That'll let Elliot know you were there. Then we'll pick one lucky winner but on June 1st. coffee is really good. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> and, when you're... and I have a, 
I'm not wearing their shirt today because I wear their shirt almost every, I do wear it outside of here and it's always in the laundry when I, when during the show. So I unfortunately she didn't wear the shirt. shirt. <laughs> I T she, you should shirt. be having this shirt on, but yeah, check out roasted anchor coffee company gang. You won't be disappointed. The product is incredible, but we have to throw that out there that no purchase necessary. You can check it out. They want you to go look at their store. They want you to look at their product. They want you to see the story behind the coffee so that you understand what you're getting. Family-owned company in San Diego, California. Family-owned. That's the key, gang. Everybody that we talk about on this is a family-owned. Promart, family-owned by Ben Hong and his family. It's a family-owned company, just like Smelly Fish. Oh, <laughs> it's right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just like something fishy. I call it smelly Brandon, but it's something fishy. We talk about this. We talk Everything we talk about is family-owned. We try to support the family, support everybody. Check out Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. You won't be wrong. Grab the QR code. Go to their store and check it out. You won't be disappointed on the product. I promise you that. And... Oh my gosh. And the way it makes your house smell, you'll just go, Plus oh. they have cool names for their roast, you know, like wide open. And yeah, if you're really into cool. fishing, yeah. it's all, they're a family-owned <laughs> fishing cool. company. Check out their product, all right? Okay, so here we go. Back to the questions. And thanks for sending them in during that yeah. little break in there because we appreciate it. We want to talk to you. I do. We do, we do. Uh, this is from, I'm not sure. I'm sure it'll from say. From not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but they want to know, what do you recommend if you do not have a live bait tank on your boat? All right. If you do not have that I live. I can answer this one. You, you need to get a bait tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's, Kelly hears me talk to all my members all the time. What do we talk about the very, very most? Bait tank. That bait and tank. This is a case where size does matter. Right, Dave? Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> Typically it doesn't, but in, Not a, with a bait tank, it does matter the bigger the better. Thank good it doesn't matter. Thank God it doesn't matter. No, you're not. It's... Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, so, gang, listen. If you don't have a bait tank, I have a whole section on my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, all about, all about cutting up squid and fishing with the chum bucket and strips of squid and thin strips of squid and how important it is to make sure that the squid is cut to the proper size so the fish can actually eat it. The biggest mistake I see everybody do when they're fishing with squid is they put a giant glob on, big giant chunk. We call that a square meal. Yeah. They put a huge chunk on there that the fish, on his best day, 99.9% .9 of the fish could not eat it. And People always say, oh, bigger, bigger, oh, I need a big, big chunk of bait. No, you don't. Elephants eat peanuts. But they got to be able to get it in their mouth. So a thin strip of squid. And what I like to do is I'll get, if I if I don't have any live bait on, on your boat, I'm going to get at least five pounds of squid because I'm planning on catching fish. I like the, the people that take a half a scoop of bait or a quarter of a scoop and and a half a pound of squid and go out. I'm like, wow, you've already told everybody you're planning on not catching anything. Yeah. I'm going to take five pounds of squid. I'm going to cut some up for chum. And I'm going to use the strips on thin wire hook with a small sliding sinker and cast it out. Let it sink down the edges of the kelp or over on the artificial reefs. I have a whole series on how to fish the artificial reefs. And if you follow that, 
and you fish the artificial reefs the way I talk about. And believe me, everything matters like we had done the show a couple of days ago. So if you go to the artificial reefs and you fish with a big globule of bait and a big giant hook and a hundred pound line, you're not going to catch anything. And you're going to go, well, Dave, I went to the artificial reef. Well, you didn't fish the way I said. And then how do you pin the the split on the well, thin strip, isn't it? You that's cool. Like a special way to do yeah, it. I have a sp very special way. So let's say for this is my squid. I, I split it down the middle. I opened it up. I scraped all the guts out. Then I'm going to cut it into these thin strips. Okay. So that's my strip of squid right there. Okay. I'm going to hook it up here in the top two or three times. I'm going to let it hang down like this. So when the fish comes up, he sucks it up like a piece of spaghetti, eats the hook. I'm going to let it hook like that. I'm not going to hook the whole glob onto the hook and make it a big wad like that because that's not cool. This, as it sinks down in the water column, it's going to, watch this one, undulate. Ooh. It's going to undulate. It's going to, as it sinks, and it's going to attract the fish over to see what it is. And then they're going to suck it into their little mouth and eat it. That whole thing, that, the whole thing we're talking about is available on our website. I show you exactly how to strip your squid, cut it. You can catch fish without a bait tank. You can, but I would not go out without a bait tank. But if you don't have the ability to put a bait tank on there, John Stanley's on here watching all the time. John makes buckethead type of bait tanks. What's it called? Buckethead? Something like that? Bait head? Buckethead? I'm sorry, John. I... I'm messing that up for you, but John makes a bait system that goes on your little boats. He makes a lots of them for lots of different people, and they seem to they seem to like them. The people that buy them and the bait seems to live very very well. Monkey's not doing good, Kev. He's a little sick. Yeah. He's up top. He's super terrified of Kelly and I. He's yeah, up there in that little know. box. You'll see We're him not look sure out. What's wrong with him? He is. He's very yeah. Very scared of both of us. We don't know. And we don't know why. Because we have left him before. We went through fun. We went to Hawaii. We went, I mean, and for some reason, he just, he was okay when we first came back from California. And we don't know. He but just, now he's very mad at both of us. We can't go near him. He's very upset with both of us. Because we just drove down the Baja and brought our new car down here. The truck we bought from Justin Botrell and. We were only gone for five days, but boy, he's well, not happy. Were we even gone that long? Yeah. Yeah, because so no yeah, we went to Disneyland, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Kelly's the place. All right, gang. Got more questions. Hang in there. Okay. We're going to answer them as fast as we this can. This is from Tim Ogilvie. Hi, hey, Tim. Tim. How are you, buddy? And he has two questions. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. He is taking his boat to La Jolla tomorrow in uh, squid squirts and hookup baits for rockfish. Any other you recommend, Dave? Well, Tim, if you're able to uh, jiggle up some mackerel with your sabiki rod and your sabiki reel or sabikis, to get a few mackerel in the bait tank after you get the few rockfish that you want to eat, maybe try a live mackerel down on the bottom and see if you can't uh, see if you. Oh, Mike Lewis, did you see what he said? Oh, right thank you, Mike. You're so so sweet, so humble. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Fire a couple of mackerel down there every once in a while, just to keep it honest and see if there's any big lings or big reds down there on that spot. It's always fun to fish a live mackerel down there. You're not going to get all those bites you're going to get with the squid squirts, but uh, you got a real good chance 
of getting a big, big whopper fish. I like to fish for link cod and big reds with the live mackerel. I just like to fire it down there. And if you watch my video on how to fish live mackerel, you're going to like it, how to clip the tail so it'll sink down to the bottom with a one pound weight, not swim your weight all around. All that stuff comes into effect. You get all those videos, and I know you watch them, Tim, and I know Mike, I know most of you watch them, but there's people on here. We got 60-something people watching right now live. There are people that aren't, are not actually not on the website, which is hard to believe because uh, I don't know. I don't know why they're not. They, they'd like to suck or something. <laughs> okay. It's your okay. It's your right to suck if you want. To. Okay. This Sorry. is from. This is also from Tim Mulvaney. He wants right, to. He says that there are so many braid brands and uh, varieties. What do you? I don't have my glasses on, so if you see me going like this, it's because I have my glasses on. I have a pair. Uh, she can. <laughs> what do you look for, Dave, uh, when choosing braid? Okay. Here's what I look for. Braid, braided line is braided line is braided line. It's pretty much all made the same. There's hollow braid. I don't use hollow braid because I'm not big game hunting. I'm not threading the line into the braid. And plus it, the castability of, of hollow braid is very, very hard. I've had a couple of different braid sponsors over the, over the years. Um, what I like to use is a dark green or a white color because I don't think it matters, but I like the dark green or the white. That's just what I like. It looks good on my reels. It feels good in my hands, but it's not, it doesn't matter. White's probably my very most favorite because it doesn't leave that stain on my fingers when I'm fishing with it where the greens, the reds, green. the pinks, the blues, the yellows, they all leave a stain from the, the dye. But remember, you're always going to attach a piece of fluoro to the end of it. So what I would say is, the, the one that doesn't cost the most, the one that's the least expensive, the one that's on sale when you go to the store. Not hollow. I don't like hollow because it's not easy to cast. I'm going to look for the best bargain for my buck. And I don't really, I know that everybody that makes braid says theirs is the best, but I don't know the difference between one braid and the other because it's braided line. It is what it is. I used to fish tough line all the time. They were like my top sponsor till the guy that worked for the company passed away. So I don't know. We used to go to shows and show you how the braids made. And they all make it exactly the same. So I don't think it matters unless somebody out there is going to sponsor me and tell me that I need to sell their braid. Then I'm going to tell you, you got to have their braid. I'm just being honest. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Color doesn't matter with the braid, but what matters is that you can afford to fish with it and keep your reel filled to the top. That's the key is you want to make sure your reel is filled to the top. Wow. Okay, we got a lot of questions. Do you remember questions. this? Do you remember this beautiful girl? I can't we met see. her at the show. This I is can't. Darren, Darren and his daughter. <laughs> oh, let me. Oh, look at that largemouth bass. Sweet. Look at that beautiful day. And he is going to, he says he maybe, uh, he's going to fight the crowds this weekend and he's going to take his his beautiful daughter fishing. Uh, Great. And set, uh, fishing some San Diego kelp. Are, are the bass up high? Or are yep. They They're up in the spawning mode. They're up high. The I, I was on the game plans. I put a bait game plan together. I'm trying to finish it up today. But, um, uh, couple of the bait companies are saying that they may be trying to catch some anchovies tonight or tomorrow night. 
So hopefully there's some anchovies at the receiver. If that's the case, it should be wide open calico bass fishing. The calicos are in the spawn mode right now. If you don't get any small bait, if you're only be able to then strip the squid on the edges of the kelp, let it sink down the kelp. Chum bucket. You want to get a chum bucket. You want to get a chum bucket. Chum bucket, Darren, will help you tremendously. Anchor up on the edge of the kelp. Green tanks, five tanks, the Point Loma pipe, 35, 40 feet of water inside there on those edges of the kelp. All those places, if there's a little trickle of downhill current, you got a phenomenal chance of catching some calicos this weekend. Strips of squid. A chum bucket will help tremendously to get that fish active with all the mackerel and the schmeld and everything coming up behind the boat on the chum bucket, and the calicos will come right out of the kelp to see what the heck's going on, and they will gobble up your strips of squid, light line, small hook, let it sink down the water column. You're going to catch lots of calicos this weekend because they're in the spawn mode. So hopefully that answered your question. What else we got? Well, Mike Lewis wants, would like to know how could he get a uh, PTO rod? No, PT, yeah. This rod. But we, don't, we haven't talked about these in a long time. ProTech yeah. Offshore Pro Fighting yeah, PTO. Gear? Just give <laughs> he, me a call, Mike Lewis. You made a face like oh, I couldn't see. I yeah. couldn't see. Yeah. So yeah. He wants to know. Just give me a call. I'll try to help you out as much as I can. Is that... Where is that at? Somebody's oh, studio. Oh, oh, That looks like the Promar studio. Doesn't it? Yeah. It does, yeah. Wow, I didn't even remember making that video. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's Promar. Yeah, Promar Studios. I did so many promos for so many people. So they like it when I come in there because we can shoot 20 commercials in 15 minutes where it takes other people 20 hours to shoot 15. Or yeah, uh, 20 minutes to shoot one. I can shoot 20 in 15 minutes. Oh, whatever. Okay. Not that I'm all that in bag of chips. I just kind of <laughs> know what I'm talking about. All right. This is from Sorry, I can't help it. This question. I'm my number one self-promoter. This is from You're All You Think About. That for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. And if I ever forget, you'll make sure I know. Okay. This is from Andreas. Andreas. And he uh, he's looking for another heavier setup for one to two, maybe three day trips out of San Diego. And he's got a 463 Kimono Avid uh, LX JX and a Fathom 40. Okay, look at the PCH series rods and the double X and the triple X PCH eight foot. It's gonna be your go-to rod. I like the heavy PCH rod nine foot. That's what I like to use. It's got the little bit softer tip fishing with the braid, but most guys are going to go with the double X PCH eight foot because of the fact that it's hard to get those nine foot rods around. They don't ship well. They don't travel well. Eight foot's going to be just fine. You're going to accomplish what you want. And the double X is going to be perfect for fishing that heavy line, the hundred pound. And then they have the quadruple X rail rod PCH. That's phenomenal rod for really going after the bigger fish, especially if you're going on a two or three day trip. You can put your your uh, Carnot, Carnot uh, uh, jig on there and catch those big bluefin at night. It's going to work out perfectly. Somebody doesn't know what time it is. Just tell them to, goodbye. Oh, I just, there you go. That was a spam call. Spam. Spam, spam, spam. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, we answered that one. Is that oh, little Marley up top? Okay, it looks like him up there. 
All right. He has to come oh. see what's going on. What's Mama Dan and doing? Kim. Hi, Dan, Dan and, and Kim. Kim. Kim and Dan. It's Kim and Dan. Kim and Dan. What did I say? Dan and Kim. Oh, did I say Dan and Kim? Yeah. Well, it says Dan and Kim. Yeah, I'm... we know Kim is first, but. Okay. You know. All right. Um, how is the Anchorage on the other side of uh, Avalon at Descanso? Is it doable? Yeah, it's okay. It's not phenomenal. If I was going to do the Anchorage, I would get up to, uh, I'd get up inside a long point from like, uh, oh, what do you call it? Buttonshell Beach. There's like seven or eight mooring cans there. And then between there and Hen Rock, there's nice anchorage in there. It's usually pretty darn nice in there. And then all along the mooring balls at, uh, oh, Moon Moonstone Beach up there. There's plenty of spots to anchor up in there. But as far as down there by Descanso, you're going to get the living bejesus beat out of you because the cruise, the cruise, or not the cruise ships, the Catalina Expresses are going back and forth, back and forth all day. They just roll your eyeballs out and they run until about eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. And then all the other boats coming and going, sport boats, Start coming by the east end there around uh, 11 or between 11 and 1 in the morning. And they're going around that end. And then all the yachts that are coming to get bait from the carnage and the, and the other squid boats that are anchored up there, you're just going to roll your eyeballs out at Descanto. But if you could move up to Moonstone, Henrock, Long Point area, all along in there, it's much better area to anchor up at night because not so much traffic in there. It's much calmer, much smoother, much more better. More better. Much more better. More better, more better. Okay. Um, wow, we're getting a lot of questions. Good. That's what we're here to answer your questions. That's what we try to do on a daily basis. Let me get a little more. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <sighs> um, this. Uh, is from also from Andreas. He has he said sorry for to ask another question. Don't be sorry. Hey, we want to answer all your okay, questions. What's... But you know what? Get on my website. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to be a member of the website so you can not have to worry about asking questions because I ask answer everybody's questions and then you'll understand. Dave doesn't care. I want to answer everybody. So okay, he wants to know uh, what setup from uh, what step up setup from uh his fathom 40 should he go to or will it hold up for those larger tuna yeah i think that pch double x rod's gonna work perfect for your fathom 40 i like the uh android or andros, andros. excuse android i did that for john <laughs> John Brett said he likes to watch the president of product development at Akuma. He loves it when I do that on stage. When I tell him, yeah, I'm fishing with my Andro, Android oh, reel. But the Andro series is kind of like the Fathom. And I like to fish it on the PCH rod double X. It works phenomenal. But uh, that's what I like to do. And then you can send me a, I'll go to the Akuma website and look at, these uh, PCH rods, the series of rods, and check it out. Heavier the better, and uh, the PCH rods are just a bitchin' rod. They they fish very very well, and they look real cool on your with your reel attached to them. Ooh. And you gotta look cool when you're going fishing. All right, what do we got? 
Ah, this is from, I believe this is Isaac, because his name, but All he right, and Isaac. his son, they fished a day and a half over the weekend on the Highliner out of Seaforth. Nice. And they got three bluefin, pounds, 80, and a 50-pound, and any good uh, suggestions for recipes for bluefin? Can I, can I of course. see what we got here? <laughs> yes, look at that. Look at those. Wow, good job. Nice, look at that. Good job, Dad. Yes, yes. Way to keep them fishing. Good That's job. That's awesome. That is spectacular bluefin. <laughs> what I like to do is I don't like to cook bluefin. I don't, I'm not a big fan of cooked bluefin. That's my QR code for my website. If this sounds interesting and you want to learn more about my website, or if you just want to become a member of my website, you don't have to do any of that. You can just call us. You got our text mm -hmm. phone, phone number. Call me. I'll sign you right up for free. You don't have to give me your credit card because I know that's scary. Yeah. But you got to give me your phone number. And I know, I don't even know why that's such a terrifying thing. But people are scared to death to give me their phone number. Oh, yeah. I know, I, well, I, know that I was scared to death to give you my phone number. When, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. Thank kidding. God you did, though. I'm just kidding. Okay. So well, back to yeah, what you're talking so you about. And I'm sorry. Those cooking. pictures are incredible. Yeah, but I don't cook bluefin. No. I love to eat it raw. And you can make pokey out of that bluefin that your son is going to gobble it up. You're going to go down to the store and you're going to get a fresh ginger root. You're going to go, oh, I didn't even know what those were. You walk by them a hundred times. Get yourself a fresh ginger root. Peel that ginger root. Slice it all up into little tiny pieces. Little teeny tiny pieces. Chop, chop, chop. Chop it all up. Get that ginger root chopped up into a bunch of little tiny pieces. Teeny weeny pieces. You're going to scrape that into a bowl. You're going to take some sesame seed oil. This is makes it. Put sesame seed oil in there. Quite a bit. Quite a bit of sesame seed oil. Like half the sesame seed oil bottle. Okay? With the chopped up ginger. Then I'm going to take some green onions. And I'm going to chop those up really, really fine. And I'm going to sprinkle them. And then I'm going to take thick sea salt and I'm going to grind that up onto the top of it. Then I'm going to take what I like is this sweet and smoky seasoning mm -hmm. and I sprinkle that on there. Then I take my bluefin and I chunk it up into little tiny pieces, little tiny squares. Then I'll mix all that up in the bowl. I'll just whip it up. I put the bluefin and all that stuff in there and I whip it all up. Then I'll put it in the refrigerator covered with some saran wrap on the top and let it set for three or four hours and at that least right yeah and that bluefin's gonna soak up all that flavor of the sesame seed oil and the ginger root and the salt mm, and <laughs> the sweet smoke seasoning and then I take some of those uh whole tortillas that the that are that you I don't even know what you call them they're they're like a chip but they're a tortilla, and they come in a pack about oh, this tall. Like a to almost like a, like tostada, a tostada shell. And I'll use those, and I break them up, and I put the pokey on. Oh, get out of the way. Or you could also, some sushi restaurants, you could take your... The bluefin in there, and you give them, them that chunk, and have them make you some... some uh, Just what, it, like, surprise me, you've done that. And then another way is I'll take it, and I'll cut it really, really thin. I'll cut the bluefin super thin. And then I'll lay it out on a bed of ice and I'll let it get firmer 
put it in the fridge for a little while. Then I just take some soy sauce and some wasabi, oh. and that's I just eat it like that. And I eat it, and I get some asparagus or a or a um, what the leaves I like to eat. Oh, um, uh, oh, my, oh my God! What is that called? Oh. With the artichoke. Artichoke. <laughs> I just started. Artichoke. Yeah. I love to have artichokes or fresh asparagus with my sashimi. Or oh, my your sushi. what? Sashimi. Sashimi. Yeah, the raw bluefin on the bed eyes. The sashimi. Okay. So, oh my goodness. But if you're gonna cook it, you're gonna cut the loins into long, round pieces, okay, if you will, and then you're gonna put a frying pan with some um, olive oil on it. You're gonna get it real hot. You're gonna take that piece of meat. You're gonna roll it onto it. It's really hot, and you're just gonna sear the edges. Real quick, shh, roll it across it, sear the edges, pull it off there, then cut it into little circles. Wait, how do you do that again? You, <laughs> you got to sear it. You got to sear it, but you don't want the middle cooked and then cut it up and it's, it's pretty good that way. But if you take a chunk of bluefin, just a chunk and put it in the oven or bake it or fry it, when it's done, it looks like a dirt cloth <laughs> and it doesn't have any it's flavor. I'm just trying to good. tell you how it tastes good. Thank you All for right? your question. So hopefully your boy and you enjoy that and have a good time. Okay. And if you take a chunk to a sushi bar, they are going to absolutely go bananas. Yeah. They're going to love you. I'm sure. Yeah. They're love, love, love you. Hey, so hey, uh, can everybody text the show tomorrow to ask Tito a question? Is that something they can Tomorrow do on the show, because tomorrow our producer, Elliot, our webmaster, our the whole reason why we are what we are, Elliot, he's going, he always is there for us and he will... You can send your questions in on text, or excuse me, on YouTube or Facebook, the way you guys send questions into us all the time. Comments, excuse me, comments. How you can comment on the podcast, and then Elliot will make sure that they're good questions, because just like myself, Tito has a couple of haters. I don't think, I don't know, maybe he has more than I do, but I, I find it highly unlikely if you ever go into some of my posts. I get nine thousand to ten thousand comments a week, and probably oh, so many. Probably a lot. eight to seven to eight thousand of those are negative people trying to start something with us. So he'll be monitoring that very, very closely. And if you have a good question, he will definitely put it up on the screen. And Tito and I will do our very best. I'll slow Tito down and let him read your questions. So yes, we will do our very best. But that's how you're going to approach that tomorrow. And we're hoping that we can have Tito for the whole time. He's, he's trying to put together his new restaurant down there in Florida. He's, it's a beautiful restaurant. He showed me lots of, lots of uh, preliminary pictures and, and the whole floor plan and everything. It's going to be a spectacular place once he gets it fully open. Very cool. So hopefully that answered that question. Go ahead, oh. Kel. Do we have any questions? Yes. Uh -oh. uh, yes. Tim Ogilvy is going, well, this is kind of a, he's going to Bishop uh, next month. Oh. For weeks. So I'm so jealous. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> I'm so Thanks, jealous. Thanks, buddy. So jealous. Someday they will take me there again one of these days. But um, anyway. Yeah, I never he, take He's just wondering anywhere. if he could uh, post a report on the community page or are you just looking for No, we would, oh. We would love that report. We would love Jim, that report. And lots of pictures, too. And send us pictures. We love the Sierras. And it's going to be phenomenal. Hopefully, Kelly and I get up there sometime in September and we get to go enjoy it. I don't know. 
we love to go to Lee Binding. That's our place. Mm. We would be totally stoked to see. And if you could try to send that scent of, it's just a different smell up there. It's just such a great, yeah. great smell. Yes. If Brandon can figure out how to do that. I know. Can you bottle this? <laughs> can you bottle up that pine? All right. Fresh smell of the Sierras. Um, Mike Lewis wants to. Uh, he says he's been seeing a lot of mako sharks last few trips. Are they okay to catch and eat? Oh, my gosh. Yes, they're a phenomenal fish to catch. Mm -hmm. Great fight. They get airborne like a Dorado. They get big-time air. And then as far as ed edible, oh, it's one of the best-eating fish in the ocean. And here's something that you don't understand, gang. You do not have an adverse effect on the population of sharks, fish, you do not have an adverse effect. So if you take a shark, and everybody gets mad at me because, oh, Captain Dave, you only take the little ones. Oh, Captain Dave, you take the big ones. Oh, Captain Dave, you only take the middle-sized ones. I'm so confused by all of you. I don't know what size to take. So if it's legal, I take them all. And you know what? The Mako shark, the little tiny ones are phenomenal on the barbecue, and the great big giant ones are phenomenal staked up. They all taste just like Mako sharks. <laughs> and uh, they are a wonderful fish to eat and a fun fish to catch. And if you're seeing them, if you can cast, here's what I promise you though, Mike, is if you don't have a wire leader on there, there's a pretty good chance you're not going to catch it when you hook it because their mouth is all teeth, lots of teeth pointed in all kinds of different directions. And then that's a cool, I don't know how these guys do it, a cool segue because the game plan this week, we include we include the uh, thresher sharks that have showed up in our area. And if you've never caught one of those, there's quite a few areas. I don't know anything about any of them showing up up in the Channel Islands area for you, Mike. But down here, Newport, Dana Point, Carlsbad area, there's been some thresher sharks. This is the time of year they start showing up. Springtime, there's been some guys fishing, and I go into it a little bit. I have a game plan for fishing for threshers this weekend. So thank you for allowing me to talk about that for a minute. Yes. Okay, we got more, more, more. Okay, Gang, send in your questions, 949-374-0786. Remember, one lucky texter is going to win one of these shirts today. So if you can send in your text message, we got plenty of time left on the show. And uh, I want to talk real quick about, and we're going to have a show devoted to this. But I was talking about it a few days ago, and I got some more information. The uh, wind farms that they're planning to put together. First of all, it's devastating to the state of California what they're doing. It's devastating. It's going to change the weather patterns. And it's going to kill so many innocent marine mammals that you can't even comprehend. And there's so much propaganda out there about this gang just to make one of these stupid windmills takes more energy to make it than it could possibly produce in its lifetime it just it's it is what it is gang i'm not making this up it is what it is it's a big scam sold to the people of the planet earth it's not benefiting anybody it's a way for these politicians to shovel more money into their pockets and we are going to eat it, and we're going to eat it dramatically. And right now, they're building a giant facility inside of Long Beach Harbor. If you're up there between L.A. and San Pedro Harbor, I mean, between San Pedro and Long Beach Harbor, you'll see the giant 
island, if you will. It's actually connected Pier 400, but they're building this giant swath of land that they're going to build these windmills on. And if you're to go up there and look at what they're doing, the amount of diesel fuel that they're using to build the island, just that alone. Let's not talk about how magically you get these windmills out 35 miles off of, San, out of, off of Morro Bay and Point Conception. Let's not talk about that magic, which isn't magic. You have to use diesel. You have to use big boats to drag them out there, big, big tugboats. Then you have to put gigantic cranes on these big tugboats. I don't know if any of you have ever been in the ocean out there. It is so gnarly rough. It is so gnarly rough that it's not going to happen in our lifetime. It's another gigantic California money grab, like the bullet train to nowhere. <laughs> With all those billions of dollars, it just vanished, went away. The bullet train never got completed. All those people with the take, well, that's what's going to happen with these wind farms, gang. But if they did complete them, it's going to be devastating mm -hmm. the state of California because it's going to kill so many marine mammals, so many poor. I mean, forever we worried about the California gray whale and the humpback whale. And now all of a sudden, F the California gray whale, F the humpback whale. Only thing that matters is green energy, which is not green in any way, shape, or form. It's not a green energy. It's not. And then the batteries, oh my gosh, let's not even talk about the lithium and how they get that. Boy, go look at one of those videos and tell me how green that looks. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but we got any more questions? No, Nobody else caught wants up. to? We're caught up. We caught, we did it. We there got might it. be some way down here, but I, I'm, I think we're Some way up. down here. Yeah, we're caught up. Way down here. So gang, this windmill thing, I want you to educate yourself. Don't listen to old dumb Dave, the old... Port boat captain, don't listen to me. Go and look. It's all over social media. YouTube's a great place to gather this information. Go make your own decision on what you think of this green energy. I'm reading a great book right now. No, I'm not. No, I'm listening to the to, book. Don't I don't know how to read. read. I'm listening to a great book right now about <laughs> the this green energy scam going on in America today. It's not green by any stretch of the imagination. You cannot make these things without burning a phenomenal amount of diesel fuel. It just is what it is. And then to think that that windmill... Okay, do any of you have a boat? What does salt do to your boat if you don't get the salt off? What does it do? It It's corrosive. Gnarly as corrosive. Could you imagine the amount of salt flying around in the air off of Morro Bay? 35 miles off the beach? I don't know if you've ever been there again i'm going to say this it's some of the roughest ocean i've ever been in in my life it's absolutely incredibly rough and you're going to put a windmill out there that's going to spin around with and it's going to be caked in salt how long is that going to i'm sorry how long do you think one of those is going to work do you think it's going to i mean come on gang we got to start hitting these people with common sense we've got to get on we can't be on the defensive all the time. It's time to get on the offensive. It's time for us to stand up, gang. This is another massive scam on the people of the great state of California. It's another massive grab of your taxpayers' money for this. Mm -hmm. 
the governor of California and his buddies have already sold these swaths of the ocean offshore. They've already sold them. This is our, the deal's already done. Now they're taking giant, they're going to take a giant piece of Port Wainini to make these windmills, and they're taking a giant piece of Long Beach Harbor to make these windmills. Gang, wake up. Check it out. I'm not making this stuff up. This is happening, gang. This is really, really happening. It's incredible. It's just like the bullet train to nowhere, though. You're going to wake up one day and everyone's going to go, they just devastated Long Beach Harbor. They just devastated Port Wainimi. And they left this giant mess with nothing good came out of it. So, No more questions? No. What do you want to say to everybody? Oh, I just want to say thank you so much for all the questions that you guys did send in. And uh, watch tomorrow's show with Tito Ortiz. I still can't believe he's going to be on your show. That's going to be so awesome. And um, what else? Yeah, make sure you follow Tito yeah. over on his Instagram page. Check out what he's got going on. He's got a lot going on. He's very, very active social media. You can go check out what he's got going on. All the great things he has going on. Don't miss our show tomorrow. Please don't miss the show tomorrow. It's be a good one. Sure. And those of you on Spotify and Apple and Megaphone, you'll all get to listen to it live. Or not live. You'll all get to listen to it tomorrow, right after we're done being live. Elliot will post it all over all the other channels. Thank you all very, very much. And we much. love you, too, Dave Burris. <laughs> yeah, we love you very, very much, my friend. We love you. And your beautiful wife. Glad <laughs> Indiana. Mm -hmm. We're glad we got to spend time with you over the years. You're one of my best buds. We've been together for a very, very long time. And, and again, what, can they text the show tomorrow? No, probably not. No, you no. can't text I mean, the show text, tomorrow. But... Yeah, you can text. And but... if I have a chance, because I'm going to be interviewing him, and Kelly is going to be watching from the other room, because that's how she likes to so watch So texting isn't recommended, no. Texting is not recommended. The way that you're going to get through is commenting on YouTube or commenting on uh, Facebook. If you hit the comment line while you're watching the show, those will be, will be, Elliot will be looking at those. And if it's a good question and if it's not full of a bunch of negativity, we will answer it the best of our ability. We're not going to show them a bunch of garbage. If you got a bunch of political garbage you want to talk about, that's not what we do on so the show. Tomorrow's fishing. You know, he'll talk a little bit about, sorry, David. he'll talk a little bit about his MMA career, but this is all fishing. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about fishing and we want to talk about what he's been doing down there in Florida. Yeah. Because when he left Huntington Beach and went to Florida, he had a plan. He's been down there helping the first responders through that hurricane and giving back like you can't even believe, like he always has when he was up here. He just is constantly giving back. Great big personality, but that smile, and he's given back all the time to community, 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 and his boys, and his life, and what's going on. So check him out tomorrow. Thank you all very, very much. Yes, Any thank questions? you so much. That's it. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of the show. You're welcome. Baby. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yay. Love you guys. Thanks. See you all tomorrow. Bye. It's going to be a great show.